Welcome to the Impactful PBL Podcast. I'm Candice, your host, a project-based learning coach and leader of the Impactful PBL Network. And you can find me at impactfulpbl.com. I'm on a mission to do good work with good people for good reasons, and I hope you are too. If you are a current or aspiring project-based educator looking for strategies and ideas to craft memorable learning experiences that empower your students to tackle challenges in their school and community through project-based learning, then you're in the right place. Join me as I share resources and tips to help you launch a PBL initiative in your classroom. Welcome to the Impact Makers community, and let's talk PBL. Hey, Impact Makers. Recently, I just wrapped up a set of virtual trainings And may I say that it was an awesome experience. I have done virtual trainings in the past, but never an extensive amount of virtual trainings where we worked together over a series of weeks in a virtual format. And the teachers that I worked with were amazing. They were engaging. They were motivating. They were so inspiring. So at the end of the training, I typically give a survey so that I can ask what went well with the training series what could have been better, and most importantly, what future training or support will you need to become the best project-based learning teacher you could be? And I always get great feedback from those surveys, but one of the things that came up was I really enjoyed this virtual format in a group or cohort setting, and I wish that there was a way to continue our learning and exploring together. And what it made me think about is typically, at least from my exploration of what I've seen, is that a lot of the project based learning virtual trainings. Some of it is a lot of asynchronous type learning. So the person already has pre-recorded videos. You go through the videos at your own time and you execute as you go. Now, the great thing about that is that yes, you can go through the trainings at your own time. You don't feel rushed, but also it can feel lonely because as you're creating your project-based learning plan and you want to get feedback and get ideas from other peers, they may not be available. And then often you're not able to get feedback from the facilitator or it's not in a way where it's a back and forth type situation. Uh, A lot of times I find that when people have an online course that they're taking and it doesn't have a community aspect to it or a group aspect to it, it ends up being unfinished, meaning they may not even make it to the end of those trainings. And so, of course, since the goal is to be able to utilize what you are learning so that you can implement the strategies in your classroom, then we definitely, as coaches and facilitators, want teachers to be able to achieve that mission. And so, When the teacher was saying like, hey, I would love to have some type of ongoing learning community, I completely understand this type of request because I think I've mentioned before, I participated in various fellowships. And when I say various, I think I may be up to five or six. I'm not even sure at this point. And the fellowships that I participated in, some of them were about gaining the skills to be a better instructional coach. Some was about becoming a better social entrepreneur with the nonprofit program that I lead. Some of it was about just becoming a better leader and making sure that I am leading through a diversity, equity, and inclusion lens. And some of it was just about how do I have a better impact on education, like how do I scale my impact? So I've done various fellowships with various intended outcomes. And one of the things that I would say is that being part of a community of other people that are on the same journey as you is extremely motivating. And it also helped me achieve my goals during that fellowship time. And it also, when I started thinking about fellowships and cohorts and things of that sort, I started thinking about even my master's program was a cohort program. 
And so what that means is that we all started together. It was an 18 month program and we all started together and we progressed through the classes together. And so each class was the same set of students. And so by the time we got to the end, we all knew each other. We knew what our professional goals were and we just built a very tight knit community. We knew who had children, what age they were, what their children went up to, all kinds of things because we were in that cohort style. And I really enjoyed that type of learning. And so when I think about professional development and the conversation that I was having with this teacher, one of the things that she brought up as well was that typically when she attends professional development, it's a one and done thing. Like even if you had a great experience during the session, you got a ton of ideas. It's like after that, the facilitator, the trainer is gone. And now it's time for you to implement whatever the strategy is in your classroom. And while you may initially have all that momentum, once you get into your classroom and you realize, hey, I actually have more questions. I wonder if anybody else is struggling with this part, or I wonder if anybody else had this idea. But because some of the PD is typically a one and done, the people you met from other schools, you kind of lose touch. And even if you work at the same school, other projects get in the way. There's a ton of things that teachers are responsible for. So, and if there's no leader to keep the initiative going, a lot of times it just kind of falls behind and it becomes one of those things that, oh, I'll do it next year. I now have all this knowledge. I'll execute it next year when I have more time. So when the teacher brought up the idea, I wish I still had this community. It just started making me think about community in general. So have you noticed that now you can find an online community for like any topic? And I mean any topic from fitness, cooking, sports training, leadership. I mean, you name it. I'm actually just joined a community for sketch note taking. Why? Because I'm really interested in journaling. I like to write my thoughts down. I'm really into paper planners. And so I decided I wanted to become a better sketch note taker. And I found this online community of people who do what? Sketch note. So could I have watched some YouTube videos and probably learned some sketch note taking skills? Sure. But it's actually more fun to have many assignments that I'm doing on a daily basis and to be able to take a screenshot and share it within this community and have people give feedback and have them share their screenshot and looking at where they were last month and what their note taking skills look like this month. And so it brings another element of fun as well. And plus, I don't know anyone in my real life that is interested in sketch note taking. So I had to kind of go online. But why is community such a big deal? Well, because most people enjoy learning something interesting or important together. I'm using the term community. We can use the term network or we can actually use the term professional learning network. So what do I mean by a professional learning network or a PLN? A PLN is a community of people, in this case, educators, collaborating to share ideas, feedback, encouragement, and research-based strategies with the goal of improving teaching and learning. So remember when I said that you can pretty much find a community for everything now? And if you're still thinking like, what do you mean by community? So think about Facebook groups. I'm not really into Facebook as much as a lot of people are into Facebook, but when I was checking up on this, The article that was written in April said more than 400 million people are in at least one Facebook group, which is interesting, right? Now, although some Facebook groups are for like your personal goals or your hobby interests, I've been seeing a lot of them starting to be for your professional interests or your professional goals. I know that there are some teachers who start groups for different instructional strategies or trainers starting groups on Facebook. I personally don't like using Facebook for professional learning. Let's talk about four reasons why you should consider joining a professional learning network. 
So one, you're going to find like-minded people. And what I mean by like-minded people, I mean people that are interested in what you're interested in. So for example, let's say that you are at a school and you don't really know any other teacher who's interested in exploring project-based learning. Maybe it's not an initiative at your school, but it's something that you're interested in doing in your classroom. Well, if you join a professional learning network of people who are into project-based learning, then you're able to get new ideas. You can have a built-in collaboration partner and you can get feedback, encouragement. And it's almost like an on-demand collaboration as well because you can start to build online relationships with other educators and possibly collaborate or just give each other feedback as you're going through the PBL journey. Two, you could continue the learning journey at your own pace and it's flexible. So yes, I said earlier, well, when you take an online course, sometimes if it doesn't have a community aspect of it, it it can become lonely and you may not finish the course because you don't have anyone to engage with. Well, when you're joining a professional learning network, it's an ongoing thing. It's not like, oh, in eight weeks after this course ends, we're never speaking again, right? It's an ongoing relationship and it is a flexible one because you can engage as much as you want and you cannot engage as much as you want. Three, you can stay updated on the latest trends and you'll have access to tools and resources and research on a particular topic. So think about if you're already in a particular online network or group or community and think about the topic that it is. Most of the time, because everyone in there is interested in that topic, someone is always doing research on something about that topic. So you're continuously learning without you having to do all the research. People are bringing information to you. You're giving information to them. And so you're always updated on the latest trends in education. And then while you may have like-minded people in this network or group, it's still diverse because you will have teachers, educators from different school sites, different cities, maybe different states, maybe teaching different grade levels, teaching different subject areas, maybe some teaching public school, some teaching private school. So you're getting so many different perspectives, but it's still around that same topic. So you know you have at least one common interest. And so this is the reason why I started the Impactful PBL Network. So what is the Impactful PBL Network? So it's designed to bring together upper elementary and middle school STEM educators or educators that are working at STEM schools that are interested in interdisciplinary learning to learn project-based learning instructional practices so we can foster a learning environment where all students thrive. Like, I'm not sure, is this for me? So does this sound like you? Are you an educator who desires a project-based learning environment where students have voice and choice in their learning? but you are still a little fearful of losing control as a leader of your classroom? Do you want an environment where students are academic risk takers and they're not afraid to make mistakes and they persevere through challenges, but you don't know how to foster such an environment? Do you want a learning environment where students engage in interdisciplinary and active learning experiences, but maybe you don't know where to find or effectively craft this type of instruction? Do you want a learning environment where students develop 21st century skills necessary for lifelong success, but maybe you are overwhelmed or under underwhelmed with ideas to make it happen? Do you want a learning environment where students participate in relevant learning experiences, but you are worried about testing or following the curriculum? I know this is a big one that I hear a lot. I'm interested in PBL, but what about the curriculum? What about the things that I have to do on a daily basis? And then finally, are you a teacher who wants a learning environment where students learn through real world experiences, but you just don't know where to start? Maybe you feel like your curriculum is restricting. Maybe you feel like your curriculum is boring. If you resonate with any of the things that I just said, then maybe you should join the Impactful PBL network.
You have access to a network of educators where you can connect, collaborate, and learn with current or aspiring project-based teachers away from the distractions of social media. I know I mentioned some people may be part of Facebook groups. Our network is not on Facebook. And the reason why is that I'm trying to avoid distractions. I don't know about you, but If I get on Facebook for one thing, I look up, it's two hours later, and I have not even clicked on what I went on there for because between the ads that they're showing me, between people popping in my feed, between other group alerts, I completely lose where I am in the process. And most of the time, I end up just, for the lack of better words, just wasting my time. So we are on a completely different network, but it still has an app so you can download it and get alerts on your phone, just like if you were to put alerts for any type of social media that you may use. And then you get access to the impactful PBL roadmap training and the planning guide. And this is where you will learn the basic principles necessary to shift from doing projects to project-based learning. And as you know, if you've listened to any of these episodes, there is a difference. You can visit impactfulpbl.com or click the link in the show notes. Now it will ask you, of course, for your name, your email. So Are you interested in implementing project-based learning in your class, but don't know where to start? Visit impactfulpbl.com. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you find this podcast insightful, please leave a review and subscribe so you can get notified of future episodes.